we're almost at the end of our tour. We hope you've enjoyed seeing the homes of the stars of public radio. There are just a few more. Oh, there, off to your right. Trimming his jacarandas. Wave to him, won't you? It's Red Barber. Oh, hello there, Colonel Torres. Hello. That fort just ahead is the Garrison Keeler Garrison. Notice the Danish inscription above the gate. It means roughly, I hit, I quit, I came back. There's, oh, there's a moment of silence for the Bob and Ray Memorial Tabernacle. And ah, that branch up ahead. Well, there's no mistaking that smell. <laughs> Riders Radio Theater is on the air! Yo, radio, it's the Riders on the radio. Come on, partners, have your mango. Get ready for the cowboy show. Yo, radio, radio. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride the rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop. And holler and howl at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, riders in the sky. To Slim, the man of many hats. Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers. And Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. Yes. This is Texas Big Spinner inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride the rope, the wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop. And holler and howl at the moon. Every bunkerette and bunkeroo. There's a place around the fire for you. With riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now for the 2367th appearance of their newly lustrous career, here are. Riders in the sky! Thank you, Texas Vixbender. The voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. You know, like all of us in the wonderful world of the show business, Texas Bix has his own cause. He gives too generously of his time and talent. He's leading the national drive to have the Mexican border stations pumped up to the million-watt glow-in-the-dark mega-broadcasters that they were back in the 20s and 30s. And speaking of causes, this next fellow is this year's poster boy for the Save the Tick Foundation. He's too slim. I'm itching to help, too. Yes, indeed. I'm Ranger Doug, currently involved in obtaining a government bailout for Studebaker. Better late than never is our motto. And to my right, a man trying to obtain a sleep research grant from the government. Woody Paul, King of the Cowboy Fiddlers. Our orchestra today is under the firm yet capable direction of a man who has fought for over 34 years to have polka legalized in all 50 states, Joey the Cow Polka King. <laughs> That's us. But enough of this timeless wit and inane drivel. On to what we do best. Sing Bob Nolan's Happy Cowboy. One, two, three, four. <laughs> My song as I ride along I'm just a happy roving cowboy Hurting the dark clouds out of the sky Keep 
in the heaven's blue Ain't got a wife to bother my life I'm just a happy roving cowboy I want to sleep at night where the varmints dance And the sky is always blue Hear my song as I ride along I'm just a happy roving cowboy Hurting the dark clouds out of the sky Keeping the heavens blue Nowhere to go, got nothing to do I'm just a happy roving cowboy Let me ride the range until they call me home To that land beyond the blue Hear my song as I ride along I'm just a happy roving cowboy Hurting the dark clouds out of the sky Keeping the heavens blue Spending my time, I'm just a happy roving cowboy. Let me ride that long trail down to the end where the skies are always blue. Hear my song as I ride along. I'm just a happy roving cowboy. Hurting the dark clouds out of the sky. Keeping the heavens blue. Keeping the heavens blue. Riders Radio Theater will be right back following this hair-raising message from Mammoth Marketing. Here's markup maniac elf, Hilo Larry Mammoth. Hello, friends. I'd like to teach the world to sing, at least the part of the world that's bald. <laughs> and you know the song I teach him? I got the Rogaine blues since my hair all went away. But I know just what I'll do. I'll get a turf toupee. <laughs> Yes, turf toupee, a revolutionary breakthrough in hair replacement. Throw out the minoxidil, flush the potions and the lotions, and try on turf toupee. Turf toupee looks like an ordinary flesh-colored bathing cap, but it's covered with thousands of tiny grass seeds, ready and waiting to spring into action and get you a girlfriend half your age. <laughs> Here's how it works. Slip it on. Fasten the little rubber strips under your chin and jump in the shower. Within 10 minutes, the grass has sprouted, and you're on your way to the hairstyle of your dreams, from the crew cut to the high-top fade. Sure, it's green. Why do you think God gave us Grecian formula? <laughs> I include a week's supply with every turf toupee, along with a nitrogen-rich shampoo that'll ensure a healthy, happy heap of hair. Turf toupee uses the same turf as famous golf courses like Pebble Beach and Augusta National. What if it turns brown or suffers insect damage? Well, what if it does? Use the Divot Hair Repair Kit. I'll include it practically no extra charge. Call now for Turf Toupee at 1-900-BIG-HAIR. That's 1-900-BIG-HAIR. Turf Toupee is only $9.99. Only $9.99. Hey, pal, if you're planning on a little middle-aged craziness, this is a whole lot cheaper than a little red sports car. <laughs> Turf Toupee available by phone or over the counter at most True Value Hardware stores. Local guarantees may not apply. Remember what the pretty girls say. First, I look at the turf. Down, 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 down. First, I look at the turf. <laughs> And now it's time for the popular Riders Radio Theater feature. Can Joey do it? Yes, indeed, can Joey do it? This is the part of our show where Joey the Cowpoke the King attempts accordion stunts that have been suggested by members of our studio audience. Joey, are you ready? Are you wearing your safety device? Good, because you're going to need it, pal. 
uh, pal. <laughs> Slim, do you have the stack of stunts? Yeah, you bet, Ranger Duck. The first one says, okay, you ready, Joey? Frankie Yankovic's biggest hit, Can Joey Do It? Just because. In the style of Myron Florin. In the style of George Bambi. How about Dick Contino? So hold him, hold him down. Hold Cajun him. style. In Chicago, they have the blues, Joey. <laughs> Somebody wants to know what if Johann Sebastian Bach played in a polka band? <laughs> and the style we like around here, Joey the Cow Polka King. Yeah. But you know what? But there is one last request. It's what about if Joey sings a song on Riders Radio Theater? Can Joey do it? Say sweet words if they're not true. Don't tear my heart like it was paper, because this heart wants only you. You can't go wrong, sweet talking others, and then pretend that I'm yours exclusively. Love must be true, mean what you're saying, unless you do. Don't sweetheart me Sweetheart me. sweetheart me, love must be true, gotta be true mean what you're saying, yeah. unless you do, don't sweetheart me. Yeah. 
Rebecca King. Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with the Saddlebiles. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme XV. Welcome back, buckaroos and buckarettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode two of the exciting Western melodrama, Rocket Rustlers. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall in our last action-packed episode, Conair Flight 101, a government plane which transfers prisoners from jail to jail around the world, encountered a UFO over Tumbleweed Valley. It's coming right at you. If I were you, Hoss, I'd be taking me some evasive action. It's too late. It missed it. Did you get a look at it? Over? It went too fast. I don't know what it was. On the ground below, riders in the sky seated on their front porch are also witness to the phenomenon. <gasps> it's it's a UFO, a spaceship, aliens. Easy, easy there, too, Slim. These things usually have rational explanations. Oh, it looks like it's coming down over there in the middle of nowhere canyon. Oh. Well, I think you're right, side meat. Tomorrow we'll ride on over there and check it out. Oh. Meanwhile, somewhere in the middle of nowhere canyon, a 300-pound doofus is camped for the night. <laughs> Well, I ought to be safe here. This is the last place on Earth anything or anybody would come. Hey, what's that? What? And now, episode two, entitled, The Coming of the Extractors. Unaware of Charlie's predicament, riders in the sky are content to turn in and wait till tomorrow to investigate the mysterious fiery object from outer space. However, others in the valley feel it is a matter that should be brought to the immediate attention of the proper authorities. And so the calls begin to pour into the office of the High Sheriff. Hello, Officer Drywall speaking here. What? You seen a comet? <laughs> hold on, hold on there now, buddy. That kind of thing happens around here all the time. <laughs> yep, unless I miss my guess, I know just where it's headed. The water's off in front of the old Dry Gulch Saloon. <laughs> Now you just go on to bed, and I'll take care of it. That's all right. Yep. Good night. <laughs> I don't know what causes these comets, but I sure do know what to do about them. 
There's another call about the same thing. I better just turn the answering machine on, let it take care of it, and get on over to the water trough. If I wait around to answer all the calls that are going to be coming in here, I won't be there when it hits. Is this Sheriff Drywall at the Sheriff's Office? Well, this better be official business, buddy. At the sound of the siren, please leave your name, number, and any message. Hello, my name is Michael Anthony. And if you'd been home, you would have won $1 million on the new millionaire. While High Sheriff Drywall goes off to stake out a water trough, all across Tumbleweed Valley, the covers are being turned down and the lights turned off. But thousands of miles away in our nation's capital, the midnight oil is burning brightly, especially in a certain operations room deep within a top-secret section of the Pentagon where Captain Byron Sir and Sergeant Major Lance are on duty. Captain Sir! What is it, Sergeant Major? You better take a look at this, sir! Sergeant Major Lance, I'll thank you not to call me by my last name without putting my rank in front of it. I am Captain Sir to you. I know, sir! There, but... you did it again, you impertinent No, little... sir! I did... Yes, and yet again. I'm putting you on report. No, sir! I mean, Captain, you don't understand. No, no, I'm an insensitive idiot with no understanding, am I? No, sir! I, no, I mean, Captain, sir! Yes? Look, Spit it out. Your last name is spelled S-I-R-R. Right. What I'm saying is S-I-R. Yeah. But they're both pronounced, sir! Oh. One is a term of respect, and the other is just your last name. I know that, Sergeant. I'm a Captain, for Pete's sake. I just wasn't sure which way you meant it. I guess you never can be, can you, sir? No, I just... I guess you can't. Uh, sir, the reason I called you over here was because of this item that just came in from NORAD Central. What item? This one here, sir, on screen three. On the holy macro. Yes, sir. I've got to get up. I've got to wake up the big guy for this one. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, Powell here. General Powell, Captain Sir here. Captain who? Captain Sir, sir. Schwarzkopf, I've warned you about these prank calls. This is not General Schwarzkopf, sir. This is Captain Sir. What's this all about? A general, I'm the Plan 9 duty officer, and I have a code red in the Alpha Charlie Tango section. Code red? You sure it's not a, say, a, a blue? Yes, sir. How about a green? Red, sir. Well, that's just great. I gotta call George now and wake him up and tell him. Yes, sir. Where was the point of Earth recontact? Well, let me project it on the map here. Uh, uh, it's uh, way out west, in the middle of a place called Nowhere Canyon on Tumbleweed Valley. Boy, that is in the middle of nowhere. Yes, it is. Shall I activate Plan 9 Protective Procedure, sir? We can have a team of extractors there in 30 minutes or less. Do it. After recovery, where do they take it, sir? Hmm, it was not something I want them dragging around all over the country. Where's the nearest military garrison? Oh, let me punch that one up, sir. Uh, well, hmm, a place called Fort Wiley, sir. Wiley? Never heard of it. Well, that's not surprising, sir. It's, it's very small. It's located in Nowhere Canyon, though not near the crash site, and it's the last cavalry outpost in the U.S. Army. Cavalry outpost? Cavalry, well, I, know, I don't know how that fort has managed to slip through appropriations for all these years, but it's the perfect place to park our package. Have the extractors take it there and then clear out. Yes, sir. And tell them I want a lid put on this. It never happened. Got it, sir? Got it, sir. The last cavalry outpost on the frontier was, according to most history books, closed down in September of 1935. 
but thanks to a bureaucratic error during the administration of one of America's forgotten presidents, Rutherford B. Hayes, Fort Wiley was also forgotten. But as so often happens with the federal government, its funding was not forgotten. Now reduced to no more than a skeleton force, it sits in the wilds of Nowhere Canyon, continuing its mission to bring order to a rugged, untamed land. And tonight at Fort Wiley, as he is every night at Fort Wiley, Corporal Buzz O2 is on phone duty. And since no one ever calls the forgotten outpost, it's very bored, boring duty. All that is about to change. I don't know why I have to sit here night after night on phone duty. No one ever calls. No one ever will call. The phone probably doesn't even work. What? It's ringing. <gasps> what do I do? It's been so long. I've forgotten phone regulations. Uh, is there someone I should call for instructions? No, not on this phone. It's tied up. And it's the only phone on the fort. I'm going to have to make a decision on my own. That's what I have to do, all right? There comes a time in every man's life when he has to stand on his own two feet and act. This is my time. I'm going to pick up that phone and say something into it. That's what I'm going to do. Here I go. I mean it. I'm going to do it right now. Fort Wiley, the last outpost. Corporal Buzzo 2 speaking. Hello. Hello. Darn. What did I do wrong? Oh, what did I do wrong? <gasps> A second chance! I won't fail this time! Fort Wiley, the last outpost, Corporal Buzzo 2 speaking! <laughs> no, sir, I was here all the time, I just couldn't get to the phone! <laughs> no, sir, it will never happen again, sir! <laughs> Gee, this is really the Pentagon? <laughs> That's in Washington, isn't it? <laughs> So this is a long-distance call. Cut the what, sir? Yes, sir, consider it cut, sir. The extractors? No, sir, I don't need to know. No, sir, I don't even want to know. Yes, sir, in all probability, I'll never know. Yes, sir. Yes, well, goodbye, sir. I gotta wake up Captain Rumpros and tell him right away. Seconds later, Corporal Buzz 2 is knocking on the sleeping Captain Rumpros' door. Captain Rumpros! Captain Rumpros! Sir! Sir! Uh, okay, I'm sleeping. Oh, sorry, sir. When I wake up, I'll have only seven years, 212 days, 14 hours, 19 minutes, and six seconds to go until I retire to a condo in Fort Lauderdale. That's great, but sir, you've got to wake up now. The Pentagon, sir! Uh-huh, what about it? It's in Washington! I know where the Pentagon is, oh, too. It's long distance, sir. I know that, too. So what? They called us, sir. The Pentagon called Fort Wiley the last outpost. Pentagon? Yes. The Pentagon? That's long distance. Yes, sir. What did they want? To tell us they're coming, sir. Isn't it exciting? The Pentagon's coming? The whole thing? No, sir. Not the whole Pentagon. Just the, this, the extinguisher, sir. No, the, the... Who's coming, O2? The Excaliburs. No. O2. Uh, uh, Who? Uh, O2, get a grip on yourself. Great idea, sir. Where? Uh, never mind. I'll get it for you. <laughs> now, who's coming? The extractors, sir. The extractors. Yes. yes. O2, hand me my pants. Let go of my neck. <laughs> yes, sir, Captain Rumpros. Here, sir. Thanks. Now, go wake up Lieutenant Viper and tell him to rouse the accordion player and have him play Reveille. Yes, sir, Captain, sir. But, sir, if I wake up Lieutenant Viper and he rouses out the accordion player, 
You and I are already up. So? That's everybody. Yeah, right? So, so why bother have the accordion player play Reveille? Oh, too, after all these years, you still don't understand the army, do you? I'll go wake up Lieutenant Viper, sir. Good. Uh, sir! What now? Who are the extractors, sir? I don't have the foggiest idea who they are, O2. And I don't need to know, and you don't need to know either. Yes, sir, I know, sir. You know what? Nothing, sir. Right. I know nothing. I need to know nothing. Right. In all probability, I never will know nothing, sir. Get out of here, O2! Yes, sir! Who are the extractors? What are they bringing to Fort Wiley? And why does the accordion player need to play Reveille? Unlike Corporal Buzz O2, you need to know the answers to these questions, and you will if you tune in same time, same station, next week for episode three of Rocket Rustlers, entitled It Came From Outer Space. It's incredible, out of this world, totally unbelievable melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. Now here again, our riders in the sky, enjoy the Kalpoka King. Thank you, Texas Mitch Bender. And we have enough time. We have enough time right now for a classic of the West, and we want to send this one out to little Jessica Lee and Heidi Melissa Kruger of Spanish Fork, Utah, who listen to Riders Radio Theater over KRCL. Our classic of the West is Andy Parker's Haunting Trail Dust. Trail dust, where do you go a-drifting? Out where the sands are shifting Into another day Trail dust, what are the dreams you're sharing? What are the hopes you're wearing under your veil of gray? I'll wander on as long as you are rising high, as long as I can see your lazy trail in the sky. Just like the flowers After the desert showers I'll dream of happy hours And watch the trail dust rise And watch the trail dust rise In same time, same station for more of Riders Radio Theater. So long, Saturday. Cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater are at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, two cents Mercantile or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club. Write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, directed, and performed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Bender. The production foreman is Campfire Bird. Our sound effects wrangler is Big C. 
Zeno Klinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King. Our producer is Lasso and Larry Ashcraft. Coordinating producer, Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram. Chief engineer, Jambree J. Crawford. Recording director, Galloping George Zahn. Sound effects, Honcho, Winchester, Jim Springville. And the stage manager, Solid L. Ron Esposito. This is Texas Big Spender saying, so long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network.